0: You know, when you walk into an artisan coffee shop and can instantly smell the aroma of freshly brewed coffee or that comfort that the warm and ambient lighting gives you, those might be small details, but let's face it, they turn an ordinary room into something quite different. Building a successful boutique fitness studio isn't just about workouts and movement practices. There is so much more to it than that, and you know it as well as I do. And so how do we make it a place where people feel not just welcome, but part of something bigger? Well, that's exactly what we are diving into in this episode of the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Saran, and I'm thrilled that you're here with me today. Earlier this week, I was talking with a studio owner all about all of the different pieces of the puzzle that help support conversion and retention in your studio. In fact, one of the things that we did during our call, um, which was really fun, was to brainstorm all of the things that we could think of that impacts and influences retention. And the really interesting thing was, once we'd been through this exercise, was that not only did we realize that there were so many things that we could be working on to influence retention, but that pretty much everything on that list was tied to just one thing. And that one thing is the experience that the clients have inside of your studio. And so I wanted to share with you today just a few of the things that help to impact and drive and improve retention in the most authentic and genuine way. No sneaky tips or tricks, just sensible strategies that worked. Now, let me ask you this. Have you ever walked into a room and felt an instant wave of relaxation wash over you? If you're in this industry and you've been to more than just a couple of studios, it's likely that you have. And in that moment, if you could just hit pause and look around, you'll find that there's probably quite a few details that influenced that feeling of relaxation. Now, creating a welcoming environment isn't just an aesthetic endeavor. It's an important part of your overall business strategy and actually makes one of the is the one of the biggest influences of long-term retention for your clients. A studio that has crafted messaging and around a round, uh, you know and a vibe of of positivity, not only attracts clients who are seeking exactly that, but also retains them, making your bar or Pilates or yoga studio the it place to be for them. So the question then becomes: How do you go about? turning the four walls of your studio into this cocoon of health and well-being and vibe that represents your brand. So I want to share with you today um, five and a bonus tips of things to think about when it comes to creating a very positive and welcoming studio environment, not just for your new clients, which we know is really incredibly important, but also for your existing clients, your current clients, even your best clients. And of course, the first place we want to start and think about is the atmosphere that we have in the studio—the energy, the vibe, the ambiance. How does it feel when you walk in? And this comes down to so many different factors. So many factors influence the way that the the, the energy that exists in your studio—from the colors that you have on the walls to the uh, the equipment that you have. The texture of the mats, and even the arrangement of the studio and the equipment in the studio play a role in setting the tone inside of your studio. It's actually really fascinating once you spend a bit of time thinking about it as to what influences um, our feelings around some of these things. And depending on your vibe, on your brand, on your brand um, tone and the messaging that you want to share with the world you're going to change or perhaps um, utilize uh, these factors in your studio to drive and to perhaps reinforce um, your brand and what you're trying to do in the world. So maybe you're using soft lighting and calming colors, or maybe you're using bright lights and energizing colors. Maybe you're using soothing music to create a peaceful environment. Or maybe you're using energizing movement to raise the vibration in the studio. Or maybe you're simply not using any music at all. The key is when you are thinking about how you can craft and create the atmosphere that you want in your studio, that you are aligning it with your brand and the way that you want your clients to feel when they walk into your studio. You can also incorporate all sorts of different elements that help to influence that, like plants, artwork, seating, arrangements, and so on to make clients feel comfortable and at ease and like they belong exactly where they are in your studio. Thinking about how you want your clients to feel in your studio and utilizing all these different tools that you have at your fingertips can help to really drive that um, atmosphere um, and the energy that the people feel when they walk in. The second thing is that we want to think about how we greet our clients, what it is that our clients are met with when they walk into the studio. So of course they're going to come in and they're going to feel the energy in the studio, but who and what is there when they walk in. Now, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time that I love software that helps you to engage and interact with your clients. So having, you know, some of these, the, the, the latest and greatest and, and software and booking and scheduling software is really incredible for your business and really does help to drive uh, retention and growth. But we cannot overlook the power of a one-on-one human to human interaction, right? Nothing beats a warm and genuine smile. So we want to make sure that you and or your team are approachable and helpful and welcoming to everyone that walks in, whether they have been in your studio once before or never before, or whether they have been to your studio for the 100th or 150th time. A friendly greeting or a personal check-in really does make the world of difference in creating that very positive impression that represents your studio. You as the studio owner, in my experience, what I found is that very often you have come to do this very, very naturally. Whether you're speaking to an existing client or a new client, this is often something that comes very, very naturally to you. But it often doesn't come as naturally or isn't as um, intuitive for your team. And so it's really important to be thoughtful about how you can train your team to welcome and engage clients with a warm and friendly attitude. You're gonna want to encourage them to learn and remember your clients' names, as well as any, perhaps some personal details if that's appropriate. And all of these things really do add up to create a sense of belonging and to show that you genuinely care about your clients. Because I know that when you build these relationships with your clients over time, they are genuine and authentic relationships and so the more that you can think about how you can interact in a very personalized way and show your clients that you genuinely care the deeper those relationships will become and the longer they will stay your client the more people they will send you and everybody is happier as a result and this leads directly into my third tip which is you want to really think about that sense of community now over and above um sharing the incredible movement practice with your clients. One of the most fulfilling things that I hear um, studio owners feel is, is associated with the community that exists in their studio. The clients that show up every single week and that support each other that m- and may not have really connected if it hadn't have been for your studio. And that sense of community is so incredibly important especially in this world where we have all of these fleeting interactions online, having face-to-face and sitting side-by-side with someone on a mat is just so incredibly important to our overall well-being, in my opinion. But I think this sense of a community is so important for so many of you as well. And I think there are so many ways that we can continue to foster that amongst your client base. And I really encourage you to do that because it really does help your clients to feel like they are part of something bigger and that they belong. So I highly recommend that you encourage interaction among clients by organizing events or workshops or even social gatherings. I've heard some incredible stories from my Thrive uh, members about the the gatherings that they have uh, for their their clients. And they are just, just so much fun for everyone and it makes everyone feel so good. And it's just so wonderful for your studio. So you want to think about how you can create opportunities for clients to connect with each other, to share their experiences, to get to know each other, and ultimately to build that supportive community and, and those friendships within your studio. And this can mean that you can create, like I said, some, some events, um, inside the studio or social gatherings but it can also mean that you might want to create an online forum or a social media group or facebook group for clients to stay connected outside of class a quick note on this we want to make sure that when you do this that you are being inclusive to everybody we all have been in places where perhaps as a new person you're walking in and um, it might feel like everybody already knows each other, right? And so we want to make sure that you are opening up um, every community to new clients and all clients, and you're bringing new people in in a way that is um, welcoming and that they belong in that, to, to, to let them know that they belong in that space too. Otherwise it can be a major turn off for new clients. So you want to be really, really clued into um, making sure that you are Um, including everybody, new clients and old clients together in your events as well. So inclusivity is absolutely critical. Your studio should be a welcome space for everyone, regardless of age or gender or fitness. Make sure that perhaps there are modifications at different levels or be, or let people know where they might be better off if you have certain classes that are better for newbies or for people that need certain modifications and so on. You could even encourage your clients to engage and interact by having a small corner for um, sitting down and chit-chatting between classes or after classes. We know that that is often um, something that happens just very naturally or organically, but you can cultivate that in your studio if you want to, by just setting out some chairs and some stools or having a small corner for tea. Um, And it adds that extra layer of of connectivity between your clients, gives people a chance to interact outside of the class setting and really, really, really make your studio feel like more of a community. Now, as much as we know, we want to incorporate um, that sense of community into your studio. We also know that it's really important for each and every one of your clients to feel like they are being seen and heard and that they're acknowledged and that personalized attention is critical for boutique for boutique fitness studios You want to ensure that you and your instructors provide that individual attention and guidance to each and every client, even if they are in group classes. This is one of the reasons why people come to more local, smaller boutique fitness studios versus big box gyms is because they're looking for that community. They're looking for that personalized attention. So you're going to want to train your instructors and your team to give those personalized modifications or adjustments based on your client's needs and abilities. You're going to want to make sure that you are checking in with your clients um, on a regular basis and following up with them based on their activity in your business. So that personalized attention and that personal touch really, really enhances the client experience and helps them to feel valued and supported. And we know both of those things are directly linked to long-term retention. So that personalized attention is critical. Finally, I wanna touch on something that might be really obvious um, to many of you, but I think is always worth highlighting. You wanna make sure that your studio is organized and clean. A long time ago, there was a big survey that was done across all studio owners and uh, actually across uh, clients of boutique fitness studios. And they were asked, what was the thing that mattered most to them about about their studio that they attended? And across all of the uh, studios and across all of the clients, the number one thing that came back was that the studio was clean. That was what mattered most. So... A quick reminder, a clean and well-maintained studio is just a kind of a a given. It, It absolutely sends that positive message about your commitment to quality and professionalism. And, you know, in our world today that we live in, a clean studio also just means that you're being business savvy. So you want to make sure you're keeping your studio spotless. You might want to have some hygiene protocols in place. And of course, you want to maintain those safety standards at all times. This conveys not only that you care about your client's fitness and movement, wellness practice, but also their overall well-being. So it goes without saying you want to have a clean and organized studio space now. I do want to give you a quick bonus tip here, because when you are creating a positive and welcoming studio environment for your clients, you're also letting them know that they are part of something. They're part of your community and that they belong there with you. And what this means is that they also likely buy into and agree with and believe the same, believe in your mission and they are studio. Although they may have, Have acknowledged that in the first visit, second visit, or when they found you online. Often the impact of those statements, mission statements, value statements, and so on, it sort of diminishes a little. And so I'm a massive fan of use your brand promise in your emails, in social media, but there is also power in more subtle signs uh, that use some perhaps some language in a certain way that Play on your values or your brand promise that can guide the feeling that people have in your studio. So, something along the lines of perhaps a sign that says, leave your worries and your shoes here. Now, all of these things that I have shared with you add up to make a really big difference and have a really big um, impact and the ambience that um, your clients feel when they walk into your studio. And when you're creating that welcoming environment in your studio, it really is an alchemy of the aesthetics of how things look and feel, but also of that human interaction as well. And those things together with a little bit of thoughtful planning can go a really, really long way in influencing the way that someone feels in your studio. It's about creating that atmosphere where people feel valued and respected, and most of all, keen to come back. It's the business equivalent of a big, warm hug, and who can resist that, right? So to sum it up, think of your studio as more that sanctuary for well-being, um, a community where everyone feels like they belong. Because in the end, a studio isn't judged by the number of classes or the type of equipment it has, but by the quality of experiences that it provides. So I hope this was helpful to you as you go about building your boutique fitness business. If you enjoyed some of these tips that I shared with you today, I'd be so appreciative if you could take a quick minute, go to wherever you're listening to this, help to get the podcast out into our community so that more teachers and business owners just like you can feel encouraged and supported on their journey in our industry. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day.